sets your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you from the Cigar Cave in the hills of the Steel City, get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community, by the community. A forum that talks stogies, booze, food, and anything else in the cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group or contacting us at thecigarjunkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. I don't think we've ever done this before, so I'm going to try it. I think we did it in the very like the first show. But we are your hosts, Sam the Man Hoffman oh. and Corey Banks. For those of you out there that are not familiar, um, if you remember back in the day, uh, we got a lot of complaints that people couldn't understand who was who. They had yeah, they no couldn't. idea. Before yeah. there was video, um, the kids that were at home listening on the podcast, yeah, they, lost. They, they were just like... I can't tell which one of you is my favorite because you guys <laughs> both sound the same. Who it is. And it's like, then they got the video and they realized Sam was their favorite. And uh, it all went downhill Yay. from there. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're at the bottom, how can you go downhill, though? That's the thing. I was at the bottom. I didn't understand that reference. I probably didn't do it right. Okay. But that I, I chose to remember that song that way. Okay. I was up above it is actually how it's supposed to go. It's a Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, okay. I was up above it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there goes the wife there, scraping the van. Just, just uh, the lovely sound effects in the coming background. Coming in hot. So what was your Ooh. week like this week, buddy? Anything special? No, it was um, it was just kind of grueling. Uh, we had a outage at work, which means that for the last two weeks, the uh, mill was down for uh, doing maintenance. And uh, we had an extra week oh. to do it and still ended up getting everything back up and online like three days late so yeah not only that we just really got running yesterday evening uh and then beyond that i I feel like i hear my son whistling in the garage yeah he is teenagers are just noisy teenage boys anyway are noisy everywhere and here's summer Summer. to wreck the whole place what's up summer what's up puppy it's the official puppy uh, and here comes, uh, Sam's just going to wreck yep. the uh, whole joint trying to show. And she's gone, summer. and she's over here. And here, yes. There's All right. Summer. Yeah, we are, we are in, in fact, live yeah, that's in a residence. Oh. Yeah. Uh, good dog, job. The dog's awesome, man. Yeah. Sorry. I like the dog way better than you. Oh, fair enough. Okay. I like her better than me, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so, like, we got up and running last night. Ran halfways okay today. And then the end of my shift today, everything, like, the computer just shit the bed. Oh. So I'm like hoping the oh, no. the computer nerds get it fixed before I go in tomorrow morning, or else we're just going to be sitting there uh, counting the overtime that they're going to add to the schedule for next week. Yep, <laughs> that's that's the real problem, right? Like it doesn't suck sitting there not running. It sucks going like, man, I'm going to have to come in here more next week. Yep, yeah. But what are you going to do? How about you, buddy? What's going um, on? I had a. I guess productive week. I got a lot done for the shop. I got a lot of the different stuff that I needed to get kind of organized, organized. Um, a lot of my time was really just spent with my kids because my kids, all three were sick this week. 
So the the boy got up to 105 temperature, and the girls both got to 104 at different points. So yeah, it was a lot of not fun with that. We've had some colds ripping through the old homestead around here, and yeah. I'm I'm actually pretty sure if we really wanted to, we could we could trace through the shows, and and you'd be patient zero bringing it in. Oh really? I mean, it just makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I'm always freaking sick with three yeah, kids in you kindergarten. You can't help so. it. No. It's not like I care, you know. Mm. Um, what I tell you today? I have no idea. I just said you can't go potty in the house. Oh, yeah. Poo before you come. Yeah. You have to yeah. pee outside. Yeah. That's what I told you. <laughs> You're SOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what did I go? Okay. Like, that makes sense. He's like, I pee outside anyways. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I guess if I can't take a dump in your front yard, I'll go before I leave. Who says I can't? Mm. I can it's whether or not I should. Bethel Park Police Department. As I mean, we talked about during Seth's visit, there's not a lot going on crime-wise <laughs> in this neighborhood. So someone's going to so notice. So someone taking a dump in the front yard is going to catch attention, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I bet you I bet you the first cop would show up before you even pinched it off. Definitely before you wipe. Yeah, they're all over the place mm-hmm. here. Now I'm you, surprised it took as long as it did for them to call the cops on me for the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> the cops were like, eh, it's, we'll get there eventually. Um, no, I wonder which one of your neighbors would be the one to be like, man, he deserves it. Like, cause everybody's got that one neighbor that they just, it's not that you don't like, but you don't exactly sync with. Probably the same one that called the cops on me for the fire. For the firework. Which I think I've actually kind of gotten a little bit to the, uh, the bottom of. Oh, yeah. So this guy out, uh, out across the corner from me is mm-hmm. is okay guy. Uh, he's the guy making the, the noise with the power tools out there. Uh, installing some new steps in his front yard. Doing they look patio. good, too, by the way. Yeah, he's doing a good job. He's a nice guy, very nice guy. Turns out he's a teacher at the school and gets every kid in our school district goes through him eventually. Oh, okay. Because he teaches a class that everybody has to take. My daughter somehow does not remember taking this class. My son does. He's like, it was cool. We built bridges and stuff. It's like a technology class. Oh, nice. But... Uh, I don't, I, we talk, we're just like for the first time we're talking the other day because he's doing the work out there and I am a man and what do men do when other men are doing projects nearby? You got to go over there you and like go, stand, you stand with your stand hands in your pocket. And watch. Yeah, like that's exactly just, right. Yeah. A cigar, ha- other hand in the pocket, yep. making sure that I, uh, I have no availability for labor. Yeah. You know, if you need to borrow any tools, I got you, that kind of thing, you know? Uh, but yeah, we we got to go sniff around, right? You yeah. got to go poke you, your, yeah, you your nose to. in there and go, hey, what's going on? What you doing? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, I see you're using a speed square there. Good yeah. call. Oh, reinforced nice. uh, reinforced concrete uh, with the 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 bars. That's good. Yeah, yeah. you going with uh, screws or are you going with nails on this one? <laughs> right. You're going with screws. Oh, torque. So I was talking to him and, and uh, I don't know if he got the Fourth of July before or not. He's got dude. His kid, literally, like when you say you know, grow up and go to clown, uh, clown college, that's what his daughter did. Nice. Um, she is in a circus college in Canada for oh, wow. trapeze or something like that. Like she's a ridiculous oh, gymnast wow. apparently, um, and is going to be like a very big performer. So much to when she comes home to visit him, they set up this gigantic uh, metal. It looks like a, a frame for a pyramid. So that the the ropes can hang down and she can do her act, so like practice, practice her act in the wow. middle, like her trapeze stuff. That's wild. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you also see the the neighbor guys sitting around drinking beer when that's going on. Too. Everybody's in the front yard. That day. <laughs> I don't know why. It's the only time everybody's in the yeah. front yard. Uh, anyhow, that weird guy across the street, no one talks to. Everyone's like 
talking to him because he's right next door, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, I was BSing with him a little bit, and he was like, oh, yeah, those people over across from me down here in the corner, they don't care much for your fireworks. And I was like, really? Like, uh, we're starting to get the idea. Oh. Because I never heard that before. I've heard some concerns, but usually I was able to satiate them and, and keep everything very yeah. good. You know what I mean? I take care of the neighbors. If, if any of the debris ends up in their yard, I clean their yards before yep. my own. Uh, all that happy stuff. We're very careful. And uh, we actually have had neighbors that we didn't know lived in this neighborhood until they started sending my, wi- my wife wine <laughs> as, thank as a thank you for the fucking fireworks. And I'm like... Why are you getting the wine? You're the one that says every year you don't want me to do it, and then I do it, and you get wine. This is bullshit. Because um, she's not going to change it now. She didn't want you right. to one year. She got wine, and now she's like, I'm not changing oh, anything. Oh, no, 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 no. Superstition. We're, no, no, no. We're shut down. Uh, mostly the cops were were the reason for that. But, yeah, so, well, that, them and the Bonacontros. Yeah. Like, I could never There's, do it again. Yeah, now. you're not. Yeah. Yeah, they ruined it for me. That's that was fantastic. That's like going through your whole life thinking three inches is a big dick, and then you walk into a gym locker your room foot and you're and like, half, oh no, something hanging there that's like this. <laughs> Fucking tripod in the corner right. over there. It ruins it for good, you. Good on you guys. Good on you. Never measure from the top. Nothing but hurt feelings. <laughs> Nothing but hurt feelings up there. <laughs> yeah, so I was real surprised. Like my mother in law actually had left early last year, I think. And they were they were leaving the neighborhood, and they like took their time driving around through the neighborhood because they've been thinking about buying a house in here. They're like everywhere we went for blocks and blocks. People are out in lawn chairs, like fold up camp chairs in their front yards, watching your fireworks. Nice. So like a hundred people love it. One person hates it. It's gone. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Squeaky wheel. That's it. Yeah. No fun. Yep. Ah. So we should do this. We could do that. We should do that. We yeah. could. We should. We would. I suppose we can. It's time for the Cigar of the Week, brought to you by Leaning House Fine Cigars. The Leaning House is your destination for the ultimate cigar smoking experience. Whether you're exploring their wide selection of premium cigars, unwinding in their comfortable lounge, or enjoying live music on one of the most unique and intimate live music venues in the Berg, the house has something for everyone. Do you want to try the stick we're smoking today? Stop by LeaningHouseFineCigars.com or visit Dave in Belvernon or Heidi in Brownsville. Wherever you are, make the house your home for premium cigars. Make the house your home indeed. And this week, we are smoking the Monte Cristo Espinata Oscuro. The size is the 6x50 guard uh, because they don't want to call it a Toro, apparently. Yeah, it's a Toro. Uh, <laughs> it's a Toro. The wrapper is a, a rapper is a Habano. I was reading ahead of work. Okay, I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah the wrapper is a Habano Rosado Oscuro. See, there's O's at the end of all of those other yeah. words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not claiming it was yeah. an easy one. The binder is Nicaraguan, and the fillers are Nicaraguan as well. Now, I didn't get any clarity on whether or not the Habano Rosado Oscuro wrapper, which seems conflicting, uh, is in fact Nicaraguan, but I'm assuming this is a Puro. Yeah. Most likely. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, not a, not a ton of info out there, but uh, it's, I don't know. Does it have like a little bit of a reddish hue to it? Yes. Is there a hue? Yeah, absolutely. Is there a hue? Maybe it is a there, there Rosado is a, Oscuro. A, a bit of a hue. A I, hue I, don't, I don't feel like this qualifies as uh, an Oscuro. Why? Oscuro is typically in the cigar industry a word that's reserved for the darkest of the dark cigars. Right. So you have... Your shade, obviously, then you have your natural wrappers, sun-growns, etc. 
And then you have your Maduros, which are darker from the fermentation process. And generally, Oscuro is reserved for the super dark. Right. The, the dark and veiny. Yeah, I'm not sure what... But that. it is dark for for a risotto. Yeah. If- Yeah, there's, there's. Yeah, not only did they say, ah, let's get like a name behind this, they're like, let's get three of them. Let's get a lot going on here. They should have went with another old book and called this the Three Musketeers, the Monte Cristo, Three Musketeers, Trey Musketeer. Look at you, look at you, Musketeers. I don't know. Call call them up, let them know it's time to change Mm -hmm. the name. Mm -hmm. Need to move on. Yeah, you know it's good whenever Sam gets behind one of my ideas. (laughs) No, I just really want Usually to find out what would happen if you, if you called them. They'd be like, oh, really? You got a great like, name for you? it, huh? Yeah. You, you, just, uh, you say you're a junkie? What? what? Go, go get help. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I got, uh, we got a bunch of good stuff coming. I reached out to a lot of the upcoming guests and was able to line a bunch of them up, which we talked about. Uh, I got two of them lined up now, but I, I won't uh, lie. I was surprised that Steve Sokka reached back out. Name drop. Yeah, I was surprised that he reached back out. Well, why wouldn't he? Why he's bald and has facial hair. I'm bald and have facial hair, you know. But the best part was I heard that nobody heard of him at all until he was in the uh who wore it best bald competition. So <laughs> I everybody all of a sudden's like, Who's this Steve Saka guy? I'm dealing with them. Uh, I'm dealing with him and Cindy. Is, yeah, yeah, and his wife. Cindy, Cindy's the one that I'm, I have, like, the email for, so that's who I sent to, like, ask about this. Yeah. And uh, she sends me back an email saying, hey, contact him direct at this. His, his schedule's kind of, you know, wonky. It's going to be tough to get in, so you guys just talk about it direct, so I'm not playing middleman. And at the bottom, little line says, P.S., he loved the show banner. Because <laughs> I had attached that when I sent the email. Like, hey, just let me just throw that in there real quick. Like, hey. You've seen, Here's a cookie. You've heard of us before. Maybe, yeah. maybe not much. Maybe this one time. Yeah, you didn't hear of us. You saw your picture on some <laughs> obscure You got Facebook tagged in a bunch of group. places. Yeah. yeah. I will take it. Hell yeah, man. Um, you know, no such thing as bad press. Uh, so, you know. Oh, Uncle Artie's watching. Oh. I don't know if he... He actually might be able to hear right now, too, because he's got hearing aids. Huh? And they're Bluetooth. Huh? You sound just like him. <laughs> it's uncanny. You do that really your, well. Your impression game's really coming up. Uh, you've been practicing. <laughs> First try. That's my impression of any elderly gentleman who doesn't want to listen to his wife anymore, so keeps his hearing aids out all the time. Well, so that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. So he was testing him. He's like, this one, I could hear men great, but I couldn't hear women very good. And I'm like, and that's not the one you're going with? <laughs> He's like, I couldn't hear my wife. And I'm like, and? And? Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And my it wife sounds like you got a watching. perfect scenario kicking there, bud. <laughs> it's a little close, I, you know? I love my wife, especially from a distance. Um, my, my biggest criticism of Uncle Artie is for a deaf guy, he talks quiet as hell. Oh. I'm like, you'd think he'd be yelling over here. Nah. You know what I mean? You, you, you leave a steel mill, people are, 
You go into a quiet yeah. office. He's like, hey, did you hear about the thing? And I'm like, just calm down. Everybody bro. just heard about the thing. Jesus yeah, Christ. Thanks. Calm Appreciate down. it. Yeah. yeah. Relax a little bit. Uncle Artie, he's the other way around. He's like, yeah, I uh, was going picking up things the other day and was looking at Magpie. And I'm like, does he have like a particularly low voice? Because I know like most, I don't most of the guys so. I've met that were, you know, going deaf but had like really low voices, they talk low because they hear it in their head so much where other guys not I so much. I don't think he heard much of anything. Ah. But he, yeah, I mean, he's a guy standing 20, 25 feet away from you and you just hear this. I look over and I'm like, what are you, are you talking there, to there's, me? There's nobody else out here. Are you, you talking to me? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're going to have to start over. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've been going for 20 minutes. Mm. Oh, start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I got no idea. So when was the last time you smoked a uh, a legacy brand? Uh, I don't know about any legacy. I can tell you the last Monte Cristo I smoked was a long time ago. It was probably five or six years. Yeah? Yeah, I was at um, a event at uh, Leaf and B. McMurray, uh, and I believe it was a Christmas event, and they had the sales rep um, for Monte Cristo there, and uh, El Tata Cizor. And... Uh, yeah, they did a raffle, and I won, uh, like, a 10-pack sampler, I think, of, like, two of five different sticks, and was very pleasantly surprised. And yeah. It was like, these are all good. They're yeah. they're always good. But the problem that I have is, typically, they're not as good as their price range, which is not, not to say okay, that, that they're not sense. as good as their price range, but there's better. Yeah. For less price range. For this, or, or as good, shall I say. For this cigar, I would say it's like this one should be priced four bucks cheaper than it is. I'm not going to say what its co- its price is because of YouTube reasons, guys, but um, it should be four bucks cheaper than it is. If it, you were going to take some clams out of your pocket and, and exchange some clams to me. Uh, it would be more than 13, but less than 15. Oh, okay. So. That's a lot yeah, of bi- yeah. bicycles. Right. So, like, at that point, for a Toro, I, I expect a... a a pretty good level of quality, uh, yeah. but but I mean the, this, this the burn has age, been excellent on this thing. This, I mean, this time with inflation, that's actually not terrible. But it's been this price, yeah, for a while. Well, which means it's probably not going to stay that price, which right. is like, <laughs> the problem. Which is why I said it. The and the other thing is too, it's like okay, you know, you're going golfing or something. That name will mean something to somebody, but for the most part, you're going like okay, like I, I know exactly. Which guy owns this company, or which family owns this company? Uh, I know this man and his wife right. are going to get my money, or this man and his son, uh, or I could just give this to this faceless uh, uh, corporation. Well, that's part of doing the shop and doing the show. It's like we're getting to meet more and more of these people and have more time around them, right? So, like, oh, like yeah. you know, Leek was hanging out at your house doing the show. Like, he came here, he hung out in your garage. You got to talk with them before the show, after the show, and on the show. So you get a relationship that way. And I think once that happens, it starts to diminish the value of the corporate ones, uh, which is a shame, yeah. a shame to some extent because, like, okay, Room 101 just made the transition. But, like, boothy. Like, yeah. Like, and listen, cool if dude. you like the cigar, you like the cigar, too. There's no, there's no reason you right. can't still buy what you like. Right. I mean, I, I'll still... 
grab Drew Estate stuff just because I still think for whatever you think that they've come down in quality, I still think the Liga Pravada 9 is a lot better than most of the other stuff out there, right? Yeah. So I still like it and I still buy it. But when there's tons of options and nothing, you know, stuff like this that's good, really good, it just doesn't stand out. You got to stand out to get me to break away from the small guys. Yeah. And not only that, but I, I actually think that definitely the transition happened. I'm sure I bought cigars online last December. Since we started doing this show, I don't oh, think yeah. I've bought a single cigar online with the exception of stuff we couldn't get in this area that we bought yeah. from online presence of another brick-and-mortar retail. Right. That's the only online purchases I've made. Yeah, exactly. Like So this this doing this show has actually really moved my purchasing habits in a different direction. Yeah, it's moved them along. Uh, yeah, be- Because I've been going through so many things at the same time with the shop and the show and working for Dave, because I, I had only worked for Dave for a little bit whenever I met you too. Like, So like getting into this world kind of all at once, I don't know what's because of the show and what's because of the shop, but it, it's all kind of intertwined. And I think like, like there's certain cigars that like the CAO 554, the Flatheads 554, that is my favorite cigar to go along with a bullet old fashioned that's like super sweet. Yeah, it like it, it over sweeten it. I, I love it because that cigar has a weird citrus to it, and I love it. Not a huge CAO guy. Flathead's I, a solid stick. Yeah, but I I mean I smoke I used to smoke a lot of the the CAOs a, a lot. I was buying bundles and bundles of the six sixty and the five five four. Um, it just. Super enjoyable, but one thing, dude, their uh, their merch is killer. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, their swag, their merch is all, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be intriguing to see once the shops open what my smoking habits are. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll all be coming out of your own pocket, right? <laughs> so, right, and you have to buy it, right? It's not like you know what I mean. It's not like you're picking and choosing what you're buying. You're and you're going. Honestly, you're just going to have to smoke more of everything. Right. Because you're going to have to be educated. And that's, I'm looking forward to that in that environment. Um, you know, a lot of the reason I don't smoke much is because I'm trying to hang out with my kids more. So if I have time to smoke, I'm going to hang out with my kids instead right now. There's a lot of smoking time in your future. Yes. And that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried. Like, you know, uh, Lee even said when I told him when he was here, like, I, I kind of cut back a little bit and all that, and he just went, why? And I didn't go into depth, but like you said, I have a lot of time to smoke coming up, you know, pretty much all day every day for the next year, year and a half. is good smoking time. So, yeah, we're going to go with that. Something to think about, I don't want to say out loud, but something to think about for the duration of the show. Yeah, Roger that. <laughs> yeah. We're... Uh... That's, no, I, I was relatively prepared. I, d- I did the homework yesterday and so forth, but nah, uh, I, I had somebody that I thought of last night, so I'll ha- I'll have it here in a minute. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of legacy stuff that I've had and have good ex- experiences with. But um, yeah, it just at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to if there's an event, maybe I'll buy something, especially if there's an opportunity to maybe get some swag out of it or something like that. But for the most part. I have a tendency to to sway in a different direction. And it's not because the cigars aren't good. Um, There are some stuff that it's like, okay, you're you're living off your name. Mm. 
and Monte Cristo is not one of them, but I, I don't feel uncomfortable saying it. I think Cohiba is. Yes. Yeah, uh, they are. I've had a lot of Cohibas that so were overpriced. so average. Yeah. And uh, just not exciting in any way. Yeah. And, I used to buy And the their prices silver. are stupid just because I, and I think they survive a lot off of golfers. Well, people think Cohiba. You know what I mean? They, they immediately think Cuban. So that's what And they, they think buy. that's the best one. Yep. And I mean, when I went, when I first got into cigars, I walked into a shop and I was like, Cohiba, okay, I know the name. Like, that I'll start with that because like, when you don't know anything, you just go with what you've heard. So you've heard Monte Cristo, you've heard Cohiba, right? So I walk in, I grabbed a couple of Monte Cristos. Um, hell, I grabbed a bunch of Macanudos because because they had <laughs> yeah. the, Inspira- the Inspirado series. It was like they had a variety pack. I'm like, okay, I got those. I like the uh, vintage 1997 with the it got they got my attention with the solid uh, metal band. Okay, I was and just, it's actually a decent so stick. I have not Smiled. had that one. But so far, I have not found a Macanudo that I would buy at retail price ever again. I don't know what the retail is anymore. Right. I'd get one occasionally, but it was more like Blanton's, right? You're like, this is okay. It's not worth the price, but like, I'll buy it for the bottle and for the little horsey on yeah. top, which is ironic because I think I have some of the Blanton's horses, yep. the corks, inside of the Macanudo rings in the cabinet oh, really? in there. I'm pretty sure I do, yeah. I, mo- I moved them, actually, out of the way when I was looking for stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, I Blended got... my analogies together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... So that that one from Macanudo I haven't had. My only issue with Macanudo really is... I, they're, not, there's, they're not full enough. Like, they're just airy. And they're light. And uh, they're, yeah, if you you're get trying the, to get somebody uh, to break the in, Hyde Park or the cafe or whatever the other one is, is they're 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 like smoking nothing. Yeah, it, and I mean they serve a purpose. They draw great. There's people that like smoking them. <laughs> you they, can't but, even tell you're smoking. But I, I can't do it. And then even the Inspirado yeah. series, which like I, I would smoke. I think it was the, the green. I think is the one I liked. I would smoke like a couple of those here and there. And then as I got into more and more cigars, it's not a bad stepping stone, no, right? And that, because like, you're like, this is not going to overpower you. If I'm super scared that you are going to be overwhelmed by it, like, and you really want to take baby steps, and you like, uh, for example, maybe, I'm, and I'm not trying to lean toward one gender here, but f- perhaps you have a wife that puts up with your smoking, but doesn't really you know, dig the idea of that, that aroma and the, the overwhelmingness of it. And yeah. you just, but maybe she wanted to smoke one just to smoke one with you once. My that wife would be a good way to go. My wife took uh, her first ever hit of a cigar last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Patina Habano. And she's not a, an anything smoker, right? She smokes cigarettes. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Same, same boat yeah. as mine. And, uh, but my, she my just... biggest problem with, with my wife is that when you're a cigarette smoker, it's near impossible not, not to, to inhale. Yeah. I had to. I keep struggled with that because I quit smoking cigarettes right before I started smoking cigars, mm. and that was that was a little bit of a struggle. Not only that, but too, there was like a what am I getting out of this? Right. Because you're so used to getting that instant gratification right. out of a cigarette hit, that's just boom, and it hits you, and you smoke a cigar, and you're like, man, where's the rush? That's I. I still. I mean, you've seen it, so, you know, I I hit my vape to get nicotine. Like yeah. this doesn't does not do it. I mean, it'd give you some. If I oh, if yeah. I told you that I didn't have, you know, a tendency to want that as soon as I woke up in the right. morning, I'd be lying to you. I, that's why I like cooking breakfast on the Blackstone is because I get that backdoor excuse to go grab a monster and light up a, a cigar because 
whenever, you know, I'm coming in handing you a handmade breakfast in the morning, it's like, yo, you get a free pass on that other shit. My <laughs> wife almost picked me up a Blackstone the other day. She uh, found, she found, uh, it was 125 bucks and it was the one with like the warming drawers and the side burner. So it had like a pot, like a side burner. Inside. Jesus Christ. Didn't get it. She, They're not warming drawers. They're not? No. I, I never looked into it. Well, if it has multiple drawers, one of them it might be too. a warming drawer. The other one's an air fryer. Oh, dude. And yeah. Okay, don't make this worse. But I didn't Is respond to Is it not her, available anymore? I didn't respond to her text in time. Oh, no. I was dude. like, oh. Just next time, any Blackstone, get it. <laughs> and if you need to Just upgrade, do it. do it. Do you realize how many Blackstones I have in my vicinity? Oh, really? I have... So my wife, probably her favorite gift that she ever got me a couple years ago for Christmas, got me a Blackstone. And I cook in the cold. I cook in the. I built that roof on the back of the deck so I could cook on the Blackstone in inclement weather. Do it more often, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in this, I, I've shoveled snow off of the deck to get to the Blackstone. You can ask That's her. awesome. No, I've I done have it. no doubt. Yeah, I've done it. And um, you get, like, if you get... You guys haven't seen it, but like, you can tell it is well loved and well seasoned. Like, oh, ladies, I can tell you right now, ladies, if you're ever considered getting your husband or your boyfriend a Blackstone, do it. They will cook so much more than they used to. Because the thing that I think for a guy that that maybe enjoys like grilling, yeah, it's like yeah, I cook if I could grill. The reason is because, first of all, you could do it outside. Maybe yep. you could smoke a cigar while you're doing it. Have a drink, chill. And yep. cleanup is minimal. So easy. Right? Yep. So when you translate that to a Blackstone, now you can cook anything that you can't cook in a pot, essentially. Like, you're not going to cook pasta on there. Or, like, right, you still have to cook your rice before you put it on the Blackstone. Right. Other than that, though, you could cook pretty much anything. You can cook breakfast. You could cook, put sandwiches on there. Yeah. Um, you could cook anything on that surface that you could cook in a skillet. So the amount of things that you can then cook outside, and then when you're done, you scrape it, you wipe it, and you, you oil it. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so minimal on the upkeep. And um, because of that, I use mine all the time. So when we're talking about how many have, so Shannon got me that one for Christmas. I started using it all the time. Then I seen a guy at work had a little one that he brought out on his tailgate. And I was like, yeah. So then I acquired one through, I think it was that guy, ended up not coming back to work after since he lived in Oklahoma or Texas. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I left it up there. Take it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then I started cooking breakfast for my crew, mm-hmm. three guys on the job site, because it was like everybody only had to kick in a couple of bucks because breakfast is cheap. Yeah, 10 bucks right? a week and you eat like a king every breakfast. Well, so then all of a sudden the drilling rig guys would come over and everybody would buy lunch one day a week. There's four services or whatever. So we get four lunches a week if they remember to buy. So you don't, if you don't bring lunch with you, it's almost a guarantee they're not going to buy that day. And then if they, you do bring food, guarantee they're going to, somebody's going to buy food. Right. So, but, but cooking for like three people, you buy a dozen eggs, a pack of bacon, we'd have a little bit left over. Yeah. I'd give the closer guys leftovers like, here, man, hey, you want breakfast? We got too much. So eventually one of these guys is like, hey, man, what if 
I just bought groceries. Like instead of buying lunch, what if yeah. I went to the grocery store and bought a bunch of breakfast stuff? Would you cook for everybody? And I said, sure. Yeah, why not? So then it very quickly became instead of getting lunch three or four days a week, everybody would take their turn going to the grocery store yep. and buy two days worth or three days worth of breakfast for what you would pay for one day of lunch. Yep. And we ate gigantic breakfast every day. I was going through three dozen eggs, uh, five pounds of bacon, six or seven pounds of sausage, yep. three liters of pancake batter, two loaves <laughs> of bread every single day mm -hmm. and feeding everybody. And there'd be leftovers and people would come pick at it all day long. Yep. All day. Sometimes you'd have a pancake or a pancake left over. Sometimes you'd have eggs left left over. Never did you ever see bacon or sausage at the end of the day. It would that would be. Oh gone. yeah, that's always first thing for go. sure. Um, so I'm like, this is awesome. So then I started taking it up to camp with me. Every time we go to camp, I wake up early in the morning. My wife's never had an easier time waking me up in the morning, going, "Hey, will you cook breakfast?" I'm boom, I jump yep, up. Let's go. So then I cook it up there, and uh, so like two month a month or two ago. I was go. I went up there, and I had thought I'd seen Blackstones on clearance at Walmart. Nice. Turns out they just had them in an area with the big price tag that didn't match. But I thought they were like eighty four bucks oh, shit. for the same one I have now, which is like two hundred and eighty bucks. And uh, I went back. The deal was not there because Uncle Artie was like, "If that's that price, I'll reimburse you. Buy it." Buy it. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I went, they didn't have it. So I started looking on Facebook Marketplace. I found one that needed a little TLC. Yeah, I saw that one here. But it came with a cover and a hood, which I don't didn't have a hood on mine. Yeah. It was 100 bucks. I'm like, hell yeah. So he said, do it. So I brought it home, cleaned it up, took it up to camp. So it's ironic because here I've got a next grill, six burner plus the searing burner grill. Well, we bought that same grill for them as the housewarming present oh. whenever they got camp, right? So then uh, I bought the Blackstone to use up there so I didn't have to drag my little one up every single yeah. time, find a place to cook on it. And then the only thing that was missing is I have a master build electric smoker. Well, Uncle Artie, uh, for work, drives uh, a truck to pick up dumpsters. We've talked yeah. about this because I told you, you know, maybe using them at, at uh, the shop. A couple weeks ago, there's a master built electric smoker in a dumpster. He pulls it out, yep. cleans it up, plugs it in, works perfect. Yep. So we cleaned it up real good. So now I've got literally the, the exact same, same appliance set up at camp that I do here. Same outdoor kitchen nice. in both places. Dude, that's when I was in the oil field, we had, we had a Cajun dude that had a turkey fryer that he would do boils in. We had another guy yeah. that would do deep fryer. No, that, that was the mud engineer did the deep fryer. One of the guys from uh, the rig crew ran just a regular grill, and I ran the smoker. So we would just everybody would just pile groceries in. Yeah. Well, it worked out well because I started always buying the groceries because I got reimbursed for my groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go buy all the groceries. Everybody would be like, yeah, here's, here's five bucks. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm sitting on 75 extra bucks. And just thank you very much. And, uh, you know cover all everybody's lunches for the week and then we would do like cajun night he would do crawfish boils or you know seafood boils and just all that i mean three days a week i never ate so much food in my life we we ate oh my god and it was every meal somebody was cooking yeah like the mud engineers only got to be out there occasionally you know the rig guy he's got 12 on 12 off i got 12 on 12 off we just tried to make sure we never lined up on the same shift 
And then somebody was always cooking. Yeah. I thought real, real hard when I was getting ready to get out of the oil field and I was applying to where I am now. There was a time where I was going like, if this doesn't work out, maybe I'll try to get one of these COVID loans and just buy a food truck. And food instead truck of working out. out here, I'll just drive from job site to job site and park at lease entrance yeah. and do breakfast here, then breakfast there, then breakfast there, yeah. and then backtrack yep. and come back for lunch yep. and like just cook people food. But it was like more work than... <laughs> Yeah, that, there's a lot involved Dude, in doing that. When you're cooking for that many people, it literally I literally spent three to four hours every day setting up the Blackstone, getting everything ready, getting the groceries out, getting everything set up and fired up. And then I do it in batches because the problem is when you're cooking for that many people and I'm cooking on a the real little portable Blackstone. Yeah. So like I could do a pound of bacon at a time. So then if I did all the bacon yeah. By the time I started the eggs, the bacon's cold. Gone. Cold or So gone. what I would do is I would do rounds. I would do bacon, then bacon, and then I'd add sausage on. And then when those two were off, then I would do eggs. Then yep. they were off. I'd clean everything, do pancakes, and then I'd start over. Yep. And I'd just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. By the time I was done, put everything away, ate my food, all that stuff, it was like... You're talking about going from six o'clock in the morning. I get to the job site. It's ten o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah, that new job I'm yet? And everything away. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm the, I was the supervisor. Oh, okay. So, like, I have stuff to do. I have numbers to get or whatever. But my guys are being fed by me too, so they're cool with it. So you know, they'll take the numbers down for me or whatever, and just give everything, turn everything over to me whenever I get everything packed up. Hell yeah. Yeah, nobody ever complained. Yeah. Except for the days when they're going like, You gonna start cooking breakfast yet? And I'm like, I can't I can't cook until the sun's up. I can't see I can't see. <laughs> like pouring down rain. It's like get him a pop tent. We had a trailer. Okay. And I actually uh I I had gotten uh my company to reimburse me for a propane adapter to go from the one pound bottles to the full size bottles. Yeah. And then I got the, we had flare stacks and I got them to bring one of the extra hundred pound tanks out and install yeah. it in the trailer. So I wouldn't have to go through these one pound bottles every day. So I had a hundred pound propane bottle Just walking over for this tiny ass Blackstone girl. Hell yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Blackstone junkies. Yeah. No, eh, whatever these, they, they know they, they're aware. If you've got the portable one, make anywhere your home for quality <laughs> food, quality food. Now I, we talked about it more after the fact, cause I was, I was upset that I missed the deal. And, uh, She's like, you know, you really want one that bad. I'm like, no. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm going away for a year and a half. Like, let, let's just, like, think about it as though I'm deploying again. Like, I'm not here. But, but I've talked about this. Like, set it up there. Hmm. Cook for your events. You know what I mean? Like, stick it in the back room. That gets into weird legalities I'm not playing with. Well, like, you don't have to charge people for it or anything it's like still, that. It still, like, gets into, especially because of my location and all that, I'm not trying to play that game. Somebody else can take it. What about game. if you're just doing it for yourself? I I can do it for myself. Like you yeah. can keep yourself some stuff in the refrigerator, oh, yeah. and then like you could cook anything you want for yourself out there. Yeah, actually, if you want to, just borrow the little one, because yeah. unless I'm going camping, I don't need it. Because if I'm going to camp, you've I've got, got a big one. one. <laughs> and if you're home, you got one. Yeah. Well, they're both mediums, but yeah. Yeah, I got a. So a buddy of mine hooked me up and uh, got a Weber like bullet style kettle, and then um. He's got a Weber Genesis four burner, 
And he told me I can have them. I just have to go get them. Oh, yeah. So I might I might, I might recruit you for this because my truck's yeah. out, out of service now. I'm available. Just, like, make a day. Just grab the grills. Where's this at? Uh, Dormont. Oh, yeah, I go. Yeah, he's not far. Shit, I go. Any, I, it could be a work day. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a, no big. I mean, ask Dave. He's got a couch in the, under the deck now for that same reason. Yeah, don't, I told. Don't buy a truck. I, I told yeah, him I just you, ask. You, vol- you, you I was like, you asked. He asked like, you, and then you volunteered. Me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was waiting was to see that if that works. turned into anything. Oh yeah. And well, at this point, I'd say forty minutes into the show we about talk grilling. About, yeah. Well, let's go back to the cigars. We did talk Before about the cigar. We, I'm actually going to skip the background, and we'll save that for in between. All right. Uh, but I'm going to go straight to the sponsored segment. Why not? Mm-hmm. It's the blue one. It's time for the Cigar News, brought to you by Tom's Penworks. As a cigar smoker, you appreciate luxury. And as a premium cigar smoker, you appreciate handmade craftsmanship. And as a customer of Tom's Penworks, you'll appreciate the selection of custom-made, limited-production items that you can show off to your friends. From handmade pens, pencils, bottle openers, cigar cases, and now custom rings, Tom will create something special for you or your loved one. Find them on the web at etsy.com slash shop slash Tom's Penworks. And as always, you can find the link in the description for this episode. Dang right. You want one of these fancy ass pens that we be using all the time? Like it is to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like it? Get that shit from Tom's yeah, pull it up, Penworks. If somebody hasn't seen us show them before, we'll show them again Well, I was waiting quick. for you to point or get, yeah. get it in the right view, and then I'd... Hey. Put it all up okay, there. It's beautiful. And it's look sassy. how big it is. I mean, it's almost the size of my whole body. Oh, my God. They don't even realize I got It's so glossy. Hands. It is shiny. Oh, yeah. I got that. Yeah, you got, your, uh, yeah. you got your clip on the yeah. wrong side. The clip's not pretty right now. Yeah. There we go. They're, they're not really meant to be put in the jeans pocket, but no. they will they will tolerate yeah. it, as they, I found out. They're made I, for a shirt pocket. For I sure. actually carry mine every single day. Yeah, at work. This is the pen that I use at work oh, yeah, all day, and then bring that. it home. So, like, do you want to trade? So I you am, have an Aladino one. I don't I mean, know. I, I think there's more than. Well, we'll see. Okay, I was like, you can have the because this is your thing. Like, I had one cigar. and I destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 could switch, but I need to switch inks. Oh really? I bought I bought uh, aftermarket ink for mine. Did you? <laughs> I've got uh, gel inserts. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, first on the list, Crown Heads is announced. It's first limited edition release out of Nicaraguan American Cigars S.A. The Azul E. I don't know. Oro. There it is. Something got yeah, oh, something okay. got cut off in translation. Yeah, I'm like, it, the Azul E. Azul E? Yeah. yeah. The Azul E. Oro is described as a medium plus bodied blend consisting of Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a binder from the Jalapa region of Nicaragua, and a filler consisting of Nicaraguan tobaccos from three regions and the Dominican Republic. The cigar comes in one size, a 6x50 Parejo, a total of 2,512 count boxes, or 30,000 cigars for our math aficionados in the audience, have been produced. Uh, second on the list, Vega Fina announces the Nicaraguan Reserve Maestros. The Vega Fina Nicaraguan Reserva consists of 100% Nicaraguan tobaccos. This is from uh, the first time that a Reserva has been offered under the Vega Fina line. Uh, Reserva cigars typically have extra-aged tobaccos. In this case, the Vega Fina Nicaraguan Reserva uh, consists of tobaccos that have been aged for at least three years. Uh, I don't feel like saying the name again. I don't know why it's in here so many times. The cigar is offered in one size, known as the Maestros, measuring at 48 by 152. 
uh, in millimeters. I don't know why we can't have lines. It's a it's metric, guys. So if you got a standard mouth, this is not going to fit. Listen, this is America. Um, you need to get the right yeah. measurements on you, it. You don't want to cross thread it. <laughs> <laughs> the cigar is finished with a pigtail and uh, presented in 12-count boxes. A total of 8,000 numbered boxes have been produced. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Romeo E. Julieta announces the Envy. This December, Altadas USA will release a limited edition cigar under the Romeo y Julieta brand known as Romeo y Julieta Envy. Again, the name is in here an awful lot, and I'm not going to say it. As a Nicaraguan Puro, you, you guys you guys come come in with, uh, and we'll, we'll say the name. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do it for free. It ain't free. First man. taste is free. Uh, it comes in one size of 55 by 6. All this backward ass shit bothering me. Toro, known as the Amulet. The cigar is being presented in 11-count boxes, and according to a story by Cigar Aficionado, production will be limited to 10,000 boxes. All right. That's, that's still, that's a lot of cigars. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, I actually, I think I got an email saying this is coming. <laughs> this is coming. Oh, yeah. To a theater near you. Dun, dun, dun. Presented in 11-count boxes. This summer, don't miss... Suspense. I ain't saying it again. <laughs> pay um, up, pay up, Altadas. Pay up, get some. Um, no, you. I don't know why. Something you read made me think about it. I had the La Barba Dominican Puro the other day. Dude, it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. I do like the occasional Dominican. I, however, I will say it is definitely at the bottom of the list on favorite countries like the blend has to be done right i would recommend trying this one yeah i'm done with it it might take them it might take them out of the bottom let's put it that way like i'm not anti-dominican it's just there are far fewer dominican puros that i enjoy than honduran or nicaraguan yeah Uh, absolutely i mean there's just less of them in general i just think generally well their tobacco is generally a little minor Mm -hmm. Obviously, Nicaraguan's got the bite, and I think Honduran, for me, has a sweetness to it that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as in a blend, you know, obviously... Oh yeah, use it as no, an accent piece yeah, all the time. But, but as there a are a couple of heroes that are really good. It's just, for the most part, I'm generally yeah not swayed in that direction. No, it, it definitely wasn't full body. Um, I, think it, I think it's the red the red wrapper, because like, they don't really write anything on them, or the red band. It's just like which color band it is with the razor on it. But, uh, man, it was freaking, it, it knocked my socks off. It was really good. I was su- so surprised. Warning, do not wear socks while smoking this yes. cigar. Yeah, they, 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 if you do, just keep an eye on them. I think we, uh, I, I, I don't want to say we lost the kids with the grill talk. I just think the kids never came in because it's warm outside and they're yeah. playing. Hey, good for uh, them. Seth Jones, if you're out there, can I get a hail yeah? Because I know there's a hail couple, yeah. uh, but I don't know who is still here. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, but I feel like we should be putting out a search party maybe for Chichingo and Patty. Because it's no, been I think a little quiet from that tonight. camp. I think they had something Yeah, but come on, Patty. You can't be standing in the corner underneath the coat listening <laughs> like you did at the, uh, the Comic-Con. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was that's awesome. Right. When they told me that, I was like, well, you should not have been help, like watching us. They were so busy. Yeah, I mean, where's Colby? They've watched us at the ocean. You've had yeah. this spectacle of God's creation in front of your eyes, and yeah. you're watching these two ugly-ass like, uh, faces. And recording it. We got a Seth Jones hail, yeah. So. Hail, yeah. Seth Jones, do me a favor. 
drive down to Pittsburgh real quick and see where Chichingo Patty. Yeah, just fi- <laughs> figure it out. Somebody make sure they're okay. Uh, right. Check on the cats or the dogs, pigs. whatever they pigs. got. Does she she not have a cat or does she not allow another cat? She doesn't like the dogs. I'm not sure that she she doesn't like the the only only leash dwelling critters in that household are named Chichingo. And uh, wearing way more weather than you want to see. Anywho, uh, enough little about, background. Enough about gimp masks. Um, Do you know Monte Cristo gets its name from the book? Yes, the book, The Count of Monte Cristo, published in 1845, was actually often read uh, by the lectors um, at the cigar factory. So, if you didn't know this, back in the old days before technology. Um, and a little ways after that, because a lot of times the, the countries where cigars are rolled in are a little bit behind mm. in the times, as it were. Uh, they would have lectors that would read books to the torcedors or the cigar rollers um, to, to, to amuse them. Yeah. You know, something something going on in the background. And uh, that, that book was read quite frequently. Um, so the novel by Alexandre Dumas was the Count of Monte Cristo and was popular uh, or kind of went off, went off a script a little bit. Uh, so after Alonzo Mendez bought the Particulares cigar brand in 1935, he immediately created a new brand after the classic novel. Huh. Uh, and that's where it was born. It became a classic in its own right, and the saga that followed might have been written by Dumas as the tale of two Monte Cristos. I don't know what that was to mean it was supposed to be a funny little quip and it it's yeah. not that funny i didn't even think it was funny. Like I, <laughs> it was like, honestly as soon as you read scratching. it i started like going through my head like all right how could you read that that it would actually be good and it, it just doesn't it doesn't stand a chance yeah like it's is there a tale of two somethings tale of two cities there you go maybe yeah. that was what i was shooting for i don't know swish <laughs> monte cristo means mountain of christ that I did not know. It makes sense. Like, I never actually paid attention to it. I mean, this is way bought, way better than fucking grape juice and bread or crackers. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, th- this should be This communion. is my kind of communion Yeah, right this should here. be communion. Fucking hell. I don't, I don't think you can say communion and fucking hell in the same like, sentence like that. I think, that's, I think I just did. I think that's instant, like, you're going down. Like, no. Yeah, yes. it's possible. Every time. Every time, kids. So my son, as much as I have tried to direct him away from hockey because I have no interest in it, is obsessed with hockey right now. Yeah, big city snipes. So I come in the house the other day, and uh, Jonesy is on my TV, standing in the middle of the rink. Uh Uh-oh. And so is Emilio Estevez. Oh. (laughs) I'm like... <laughs> Mighty Duck Man, I swear to God, I was there. I was like, and you Mira! were like, Emilio! Mira! Mira! <laughs> No, dude, you don't understand. I actually did that. I know you did. <laughs> In the living room, and my wife looked at me like, What the fuck is wrong with you? You're like, Do you ever watch the show? No. She logs in. Occasionally. Just like on silent. Like, yeah. I'm here, but I, I, it's just to make you feel good. Yeah, just give you an extra number. Yeah, but. Phoning it in. But yeah, Literally so, with her phone. So he's. Abs- I didn't realize they made a show out of the Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah. Like 17 movies, straight to video, but TV like, show. But like it's a new movie, and Jonesy is like the one of the coaches. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Wow, that's pretty amusing. Yeah. Uh, Jonesy or Ryan Riley? One of the two. Which one's the blonde one? I don't know. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> they never actually talk about which one's which on the show. They're just like, Jonesy, I Riley. think Riley's the blonde one and Jonesy. Okay, so Riley's the coach. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, the chick from uh, Gilmore Girls is in it. and like, The it's mom? An, yeah. Right. It's like the an A-list cat. Well, mm, yes. it was in yeah. my day. I haven't Absol- seen her in No, 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 no. That's why I was like... Yes, yeah, but unfortunately, no. I'm like, I kind of wish you weren't in this movie because I, I don't think I would ever see you again, and I would have one picture, and now uh, it's gone. It's gone. It's, yeah, you ruined it. Yeah, why can't you be like Marissa Tomei and just get better, dude? I okay, moving on. Um, really, I, you oh, want to skip right over that, dude? I we could we could talk about Jeff Goldblum till the cows come home, but no Marissa Tomei. I am far too in love with Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah. to get some of that Aunt May. That. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, so he is uh, all about he wants to play hockey now. And like, you know, so can't he, get pracky. Well, he got on skates when he was uh, two. Yo, how old is he? Five. Five. You got time, bro. Yeah. You going to well, do it? You we, know where I'm going? Yeah, the little penguins. Yeah. yeah. My kids both did it. Did Kieran you? and Aaron. Nice. Aaron did it a couple of years. We live, it, we're like four minutes from the Ross River Ice Garden. Dude. We're right there. The you, It costs you like a hundred bucks. That's the ice time you're paying for, maybe. Yeah. All of the equipment is free. And not only that, but you can keep it, right? So, oh, wow. like, and it's a little tiny hockey equipment. Like, I gave most of it away over the years. But, like, for a long time, I had this stuffed uh, Penguins bear that I won at Kennywood that had a, a Penguins jersey on. And so, like, I put the kids' helmet and gloves and stuff oh, nice. on the teddy bear. It was adorable. Yeah. It was awesome. I actually, they give you all the gear in a cardboard box, that has the emblem on the side, the little penguins emblem. Yeah. It's still in the other room in the basement because I cut the circle out and posted it on the wall with a bunch of the other penguin <laughs> stuff in there. I just, I, I don't like hockey. I don't like watching hockey. I like so. You like watching gymnastics? No. Right. You're going to like it because the kid likes it. The problem is he's really good at the gymnastics. I don't want to direct him to something that I'm more entertained with, but. I, I don't I don't know I haven't figured that part out but well, we're, we're gonna sign him up I mean, yeah that's, that's dude uh, yeah I mean he's it's not gonna be entertaining to watch no <laughs> god there's a bunch of kids falling my son wanted to do hockey like it was like we'll we'll put you in a sport and he's like hockey and I'm like no you don't get it we can't afford that sport yeah, hockey's like a rough one charity paid for that for a few years so we're we're past that you're too old and we even did pay for like one or two camps for him to go to yeah. But it was like, then he was growing out of all the free gear. It's like, no, nah, dude, you don't, like, we'd love to put you through this. But it's so much money. And, yeah, you got to show, like, if he would have showed, like, aptitude. a lick of, of I can't ability see him for being the aggressive. He, yeah, but it's not about that. It was just about his ability to remain on his feet would have been good. Oh, okay. He's like, no, I really want to play hockey. I want to play hockey. I'm like, you spent way more time laying on the ice than you yeah, did skating on it, kid. Not great. Like, I love you, buddy. If if you'd have showed like some talent for it, I'd have had to figure it out because it'd been like, yeah. okay, yeah, like this could be like, a thing uh, for you. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, that's a that's a lot. Of, half the time, he was either laying on the ice or his face was up against the glass. <laughs> like, kid couldn't stop. Just wasn't working out, huh? I mean, and, you know, like, no, no it requires judgment. time. It's hard to do. I couldn't do it. 
but it's like, yeah, man, like, sorry, dude. Yeah. I, I'd love that because I love hockey. I really do. Like, why can't my kids pick like? So one you don't thing love hockey. You don't. You don't like I've, hockey. I know. I. Well, I don't watch any sports. Yeah. Like I like playing sports. Do you understand hockey? It usually seems the barrier. No, for I, I, entry I really for don't. Like because I, people assume it's complicated. Like it's I understand. Really I understand. Puck goes in net. I mean, I'm talking the dumbest version of it, but puck goes in net, team gets goal. I understand what icing is and some of like the basic, that's the basics. Like of that. a leg up on most yeah, people. That, like like I, I think that's what most people get turned away by is the lines on the ice. And no, shit. like, that, like the, I don't know the, the lines make for. sense to me. Yeah, offsides um, and all so, that stuff. Some of the faceoffs, like why they put them there when everything happened over here, like that doesn't make sense to me. Well, icing. Right is the reason for that most of the time. It like depends on but sometimes who is like the it's reason. on this side. Sometimes it's every, and I don't understand the reason for that. But like, um, which because it depends on which side of the ice the infraction happens. And that's on. like, but I've I, watched. I don't ones even know if like, I understand that. But yeah, you know, who, who who needs to? But there's a lot of like dumb little minutiae like that that I'm like I don't understand what's happening right now. I do. I will say those guys are fucking athletic as hell though. The amount of just physicality on that ice is crazy. There's a reason they can only be on for 20 to 30 seconds crazy. at a time. Like, that's that's the average yeah, shift when, length is like 30 seconds. Yeah, they, I mean, they run as because, hard as they yeah. can for 30 seconds, and, then they go, and they've got a minute and a half to cool down to go air. do it again while yeah. the rest of the guys are doing that's their it. turns. Just it's, constant that's cycles. Insanity. Yeah. And then you got a guy that's on fire. So you leave him in for 45 seconds, and he gets fucking it cremated gassed. halfway yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I don't, I don't like this. Like this, this seems terrible. And then at the same time, I'm kind of like, it's cool, but I don't understand. I, just, just all around, I don't understand watching sports. Yeah, when you get the shop open, it'll be like my only place to watch hockey games. Well, and that's so I'll, I'll, I'll take a stab. I'm not gonna try to force you into it, but we'll, we'll watch a couple of games and see if we can get you on the bandwagon. Well, it's ever. I've had a couple people over the years tell me like, just go to a game. Oh, go, go to man. one game and you'll be in love. And I'm like, really? Here's the thing. It, being at the game is 100% different. For a guy that like had watched hockey a lot anyway, I don't know that I can understand why it is that way. Didn't but you have like, like an uncle or something that worked there, like at Civic Arena? Uh, no. So that was not an, a relative I ever met. My yeah. my dad's grandfather. Oh, okay. Like, the estranged grandfather mm. like divorce was you know a big deal back in those days but like they were divorced this was the grandfather he didn't see very much but when he became a teenager 1967 pittsburgh gets the penguins and his grandfather was the superintendent for the civic arena mm. and so i actually have his jacket from the original year hanging uh, yeah i, I caught room. like part of that story before yeah. but i don't think i ever heard the whole thing no so um no, I didn't, like, go to a ton of games or anything as a kid. And it's expensive. But, like, I – oil field. You get a lot of guys up here from Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. And they don't understand. They don't get hockey. Right. You know, the lines are confusing. This is all crazy. I don't get it. And, and like, I'll be talking to people about why hockey's better. And, and some of these guys will step in and be like, I still don't understand it. And I probably wouldn't watch it on TV. But it's the most intense live thing i've ever gone to like it is incredible to go if you ever get a chance to go to a hockey game go it is crazy well that's so the one sport i can watch but i can't like i can't sit and the only thing i do is watch honestly there's nothing there's nothing on a screen that i can just sit and watch and do nothing else i'm just not wired for that fair like we'll go to the movie theater and 15 minutes in my legs shaking and i'm sitting there like this like is it done yet like i i just it's not me yeah 
So it, it makes it tough, but like cycling is actually far more intense once you learn about what's going on okay. than what you see. Because I used to think it was the most ridiculous thing to actually broadcast. But once you watch it and like somebody dictates kind of what's happening, dude, those guys are psychos. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going 55 miles an hour on that bicycle on cobblestone in France. Yeah. With 200 people like around you and you're going to make a move. Right. How are you making a move? Like your handlebars are touching. You're not going anywhere. And then this guy just like pulls out and you're like, Jesus Christ. So that's what she said. Yeah. No, I'm for it. That was a good that was a really good one actually. I'm just really glad that I saw it coming in time that I could well, yeah, there's another one. Yeah, no, no. Uh but I got ahead of it so that there wasn't too big of a delay. No, that, that was, was like spot on, I know bro. it's coming here. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going for it, man. I'm going. Uh now here's the thing at this point in my life. I can't really judge anybody for getting too into anything because I got a fucking cigar podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, Can I'm you ever it. imagine like the first time you saw somebody smoking a cigar, if you'd have been like, someday you're going to love this so much that you're going to go talk about it for two hours a week to people. Bro, I'm going to one up you on this one. My grandmother's face. When I said I was spending every penny that we had to open a cigar shop, I think she's like, and actually it was my wife's grandmother that said this to me. She goes, wait, people still smoke those? Like she just, she was absolutely just bewildered by the fact like, wait, that's still a thing? But at least you were coming from a place of, I think I can make this a viable business. Mm. I might not be able to. And with most people, there's a good chance you couldn't. I think I'm capable, and I'm. I think this is going, going to it, yeah. be a business that I will be able to support my family on at some point. But for me, I'm just coming from a position of, hey, I got a cool idea. Let's spend even more money on something that I already spend a lot of money on, just to literally light on fire. Literally, mm -hmm. we are lighting money on fire for a hobby, and then let's let's just go all in and talk about it into a microphone every week and For hope that somebody week. might have interest and and like listen to it and think it's cool and not only that but know with 100% certainty that there is zero way that you could ever turn <laughs> it into a profitable enterprise dude so I was on the phone with uh, Mo from Patina okay getting him set up because uh, he was like he had lots of questions and he's like so like what's the deal and I just text him back and, like, call me. Like, I'm not even going to try and do this via text. I do that with every conversation. And I'm like, I hate text. I'm talking to him, and he's like, so, so what do you guys, like, talk about? I'm like, nothing. You never know. Blackstones. And then he's, <laughs> he's waiting, and I'm like, no, we are, we we are, are the really Seinfeld of, uh, yeah. we are the Seinfeld of. Yeah. What are we going to make a show about? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I did get that episode. I you did get that, that Yeah, I got yeah. that one. All right. I, I wait, had to, wait. We get you. I understood that reference. Yeah, there you go. I had to walk away from it for a little bit because, <laughs> like, I, I binged like four seasons. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's, that's enough. That's enough yeah. of the, that comedy for right now. Will you still master your domain? Not there yet. No, no, uh, not there yet. Damn, one yeah. of these days. Yeah, I, I'll get through it. But like, right. but so I always do this. Like, I got burn out on shows. Like, uh, but yeah. So, and I, I'm trying to Jekyll like prod, read them through. Like, like, look, we're not gonna talk about your cigar. <laughs> much. <laughs> hey, oh that was God. pretty much his reaction. That was my pitch. Is he's like, like, so uh, 
all right, let's come on. We want you to come on and talk. Okay, what are we going to talk about? Not your product. That's what I told him. I was like, look, I'll be straight up with you. Like, we're not going to ask you questions. Like, we're going to, and if we do, it's We will. Yeah, but but it's not going to be be the shit everybody else has. Your standard stuff. And like, it's going to be like, uh, you know, G string or bikini cut. Right. And I I told him, I'm like, you know, if you have a spiel that, like, it's part of your marketing, you want to get out. Like, yeah. You have to just say that you have the we're floor. not going to ask you for Yeah, it. you got the floor. At any point, if you're talking, they, we'll stop. They all talk about what they want to talk about. Yeah, and yeah. They, they get their, they get their but I, bullet I've, points in. I've learned that, like, we should probably warn them. <sighs> it's more fun to see it. And I gave them an out, too. I was like, listen, man, this weekend, just listen to one episode where we have a guest and make sure <laughs> this is something you really want to do. And he's like, not, not, uh, not Cigars for Warriors. <laughs> I may have led him to a different uh, one already. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I was like, pick one with a guest. And yeah, just, we've talked about having a filtering process, uh, process oh. for no no AirPods, please. So, <laughs> dude, he was actually kind of nervous about that. So I told him, I said, look, we, we really only have one role and it's no AirPods. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't care if you come into the show and you have AirPods on. Like, that's cool. But when we do the sound check at the beginning, if they sound like crap, you better have something ready to back it up. And he's like, okay, cool. That I'm good with that. Because, like, I told him no AirPods. And he, he's like, well, I don't have AirPods. I have the Sennheiser. I was like, dude, it's the same thing. We're not looking for, like, <laughs> the, the audio quality is going to be there. And, uh, like, I'm absolutely willing to try. Like, dude, if yours sound better. Because, yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, Storm might have been up against a block wall talking. Maybe. And it just, the, the acoustics were bad. But, something like, was garbage. We did a couple of tests. And the tests were okay. And I had you on speakerphone. And those tests were okay. Yeah. The AirPods were bad. I mean, I think yeah. we even did one test where I was just using the laptop mic. Maybe we could, like, uh, get a Logitech sponsorship. And, and just send it out. Just send them like, the Logitech Here headset. is your hardware Like the package. cheapest one. Yeah, but send it back yeah. when you're done and just be like, here. <laughs> no, like, it's, make it cheap enough that you can keep it. There you, you go. Know, like, oh, a, a okay. $20 set of Logitech, you know, just the wired. One, the one ear with, like, the really yeah, crappy the wire, yeah, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? Like, just, just like, a $20, $30 pair, and it's like, here, you keep it, uh, you know, make make sure that you don't AirPod. Logitech. Yeah, yeah. No AirPods on the junkies, yeah. damn it. Uh, but no, no, I, I no mean, pods on the podcast. I'm willing for somebody else to come in with AirPods and we'll try it again. Yeah, but like something was. But we got to. Yeah, that did not work out well. But hey, yeah, as as crap as this show is, at least it's clear. Yeah, the the, the audio. You may be like the content's you fucking terrible, but the sound quality it. is great. Yeah, <laughs> you you can fully hear like that. We're not talking about anything at all. Every time that we're not talking about, we it. are the audio equivalent of watching someone take a dump in 4K. Oh, like you don't really want to see this, but the quality is going to be there. But yeah, it'll be there. <laughs> like what, wow, look so at that corn. What were your thoughts on uh, Paul eating the chip on the last episode? It was it was great, and it was kind of disappointing. It was terrible because yeah, he didn't demasculate. Oh, really? I was like, you bastard! Like, I mean, I could see it. He he looked. He had that for old, the whole yeah. time though. Like I did the first thirty seconds. Yeah. Like the first thirty seconds, I was like, I got my cool. Um, I know this is going to be a tough ride, but like I'm going to face it like a man. And there's a little <laughs> bit of sweat and there's a little bit of intensity, but I'm cool, damn it. And then all of a sudden, it was like, yeah, we can't finish this. Uh, we're just going to go. No no outro. And 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 <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, he didn't have to talk. No. He did not have to talk. Which, I mean, we tried to get him to talk. And he had Patty there to make him feel better. Soothe him, yes. yes, yes uh, no, soothing. it was, like, 
I'm watching him eat the thing, and he's chilling. And you could see in his face, like, there was mental fortitude involved. Now. Oh, like, yeah. He was not easily cruising through this. Like, he was working on it, but Although, still way It's also tougher. possible that there's no facial expressions left in that guy, because I didn't see him smile That's or frown true. or anything yeah, like that. Very, he might have just been loose face, you know, like... Yeah. Might have been on his second stroke. Left side was done. Right side's done. You know what I mean? Like, there's not. There might be nothing. He talked pretty good. I you know, know. <laughs> you know who Heidi Klum is, right? I do. Did you see her Halloween costume for this year? Uh, I remember seeing a headline, but I did not see it. Dude. It was like something nasty, right? Creepy. Good. Like she does scary shit. Yeah. Good. So anybody who's listening, Google that. You Google it. All I'm, two of you. I'm going to talk about you. something else. I think for it's a just second. Seth Jones. I think he's. On I think the it is. Left. Yeah. That's all right. Mr. Yeah. Jones loves us. Uh, who else you need? Yeah, I mean, I read all the important anyway parts are covered. So yeah, go ahead and Google that real quick. Um, and I'll so I oh so I put a counter on my website to see like how many hits it actually got because I got like a unique opportunity. I the QR code only goes to a website that's not used for anything else. Mm-hmm. It's only going to be for that table at the like the tables at that restaurant. Bacon? No. Just just keep scrolling pictures. It's awesome. And uh, so I got 2,600, 2,400 uh, hits on the website the first week. That's people, like, clicking on it on the freaking table. I was My mind was blown. I couldn't believe that many people clicked on our QR code. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hadouken. Hadouken. <laughs> Did I tell you that? about that little guy? No. Fuck, bro. She's just a worm. She's a worm. She's a fucking worm. But like, Why, one, wait, one of the what? best looking women who's Why ever lived. Elon Musk have to do with anything? Oh, that yeah, whatever. You know why Heidi Klum gets the most points, in my opinion, because she's so good looking. And then she was like, "Seal, that's the one." Mm. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "I'm really good looking." Who's got the most busted face? That I wasn't going to go that far. Like, I think the one side's pretty good. I think. I thought the whole thing was just like Buster McCain. I don't know. I, I might be confusing him with a Batman. I don't villain. know what happens when you get kissed by a rose on a grave, but uh, you turn into an earthworm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. yeah. Um, I had a thing. Yeah, I, I was I amazed by it. it. Yeah, so I got I got like twenty five hundred hits on the twenty four hundred hits on the website in the first week. I couldn't freaking believe it. And unfortunately, all the website is is the logo and says a soon to be fine establishment coming soon. There was no content. There's like nothing Zero. on it yet. Zero. So, so we did a video this week to uh to put up on there so at least there's something other than that. It's basically just a you know, hey, thanks for checking out just the tip. Here's the status and we'll update those with the rest of the videos now. One more place to put all that jazz. Jazz. All right, so Overrated. this is probably one of the only cigars I've ever smoked that got lighter as I smoked it. I feel like the flavor has in- Incredibly decreased. It's possible. I mean, tips out. I guess. You know, I don't know what you're, you're, you're going for there. Lighter. Ooh. Well, maybe that's your problem. Well, <laughs> well, there's your problem for that. Because <laughs> I, I get no smoke production. Well, it ain't fucking lit there, scooter. Let's get this guy a fucking popper. I'm going to start bringing my uh, my koozie every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that one on. It just says there's nothing get, to be gained. It just says let's get this guy fucking poppers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, lo- I, lo- I love my koozie. It was just, the, yeah, that was the term. And the, yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. I've been a little light on the buttons this week. Oh, that's But fine. they haven't been forced. Cool they yeah. haven't been forced, though. Yeah, you I know? feel like sometimes you may or may not have uh, pushed that a bit further. Yeah, than. I feel like when I'm out of, like, when I feel like I've got no control over what's happening, I lean into the buttons. Yeah. Like, when you and fucking Bill are just boring the fuck out of me, I'm like, I'm a push a thing. <laughs> you mean like, talking about actual substance? <laughs> like, yeah, actual content? But that, that's, that has no place on this show. <laughs> And you know it. No, here's the thing. It's balance. It's balance. And and a lot of times I'm the goof, and that's fair. But, like, there was a little bit of a, a, a off bat. Like, we were, you guys were, it's like watching a tennis match where it just keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And there's nothing crazy. There's no big dives. There's no, like, ooh, ah, moments. It's just you guys are going back. And, like, to be fair, it was good. It was fine. Like, content you know what i mean you guys were talking about reasonable things that people might have found interesting but i'm like this just needs to be broken up every once in a while you know what i mean i'm like <laughs> just looking at screw like, the conversation you guys are going bit. back and forth. i'm like where's the fun i want to see somebody's face ground against the tennis court and uh so wasn't so much huh what are you gonna do i pulled a big daddy and i just stuck my stick Threw out in stick front out of the roller, roller blade blade and let yeah. it happen that's right Sometimes you got it, man. Well, chaos. I mean, I feel like we've got chaos covered. Like, we, we, we do enough chaos. We do. Like I said, I mean, I just feel like once we move to that super serious tone, um, there's nothing left for me. Like, there's, there's, I have no place there. Now, here's the, but that, that's not entirely true. But when you guys are talking about, like, the challenges of business ownership and shit, and you guys are, like, really getting into specs and shit like oh. that. I, if it was cigar heavy, then I feel like, okay, I could keep up. Like, I think for for a person that is outside of the industry and has as limited of an income as I do, I think I keep up, you know, at least in the 90th percentile in terms of cigar knowledge and all of that stuff and being able to, to keep up on the conversation and all that stuff. And, uh, but, yeah, you guys were just in an area I know nothing about. <laughs> Just left you off in the, in the... Yeah, and I would try to steer a little bit of, like, you know, let's gear it back toward, like, relevant to what you're saying, but gear it this way, and then it would go back to the, no, my the regulars and the drinks and the blah, 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 and I'm like... I got nothing for this, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're I'm just... I'm lost. Like, Save me. Yeah, you guys are just pulling ahead of me, and I'm like, my legs are too short. <laughs> Wait for me. Somebody carry me. Oh, did you ever see that skit back in the day? My spoon's too big. It's from a so a guy. I'm always the little spoon. We've covered that. An animator actually got paid 